So, thanks to you who have sent some messages in. Here are some, perhaps, ideas uh, that uh, you may pick up, but also what um, uh, people do as they deal with these difficult times and try to um, cope. So, Rowena says that she will sing along to music as a way of escaping stress and, and anxiety. Um, from the Hicks family, so Joseph, he goes uh, to play on the iPad or goes to his room. Uh, Jessica goes to room uh, to chill or to play Minecraft uh, with friends. Shirley reads a book um, and Adam plays darts in the garden room or on the PS4 or goes and rides a motorbike. Um, Muriel um, also connects with music, listens to music or plays this uh, piano. Um, especially at least at night, much to the annoyance of our neighbours. I don't know what they do then, Muriel, in order to escape if you're playing the piano late at night. Um, so from the Hardy family, I go off uh, for some time alone. Um, give mum a huggle. Uh, scream and shout, okay, um, or talk it through with someone. So different things that we do. I don't think I've got anything for my email. So... Different things that we do because we all go through times where we do just want to escape. We don't want to have to deal with whatever is going on. We don't maybe want to have to cope. Perhaps we go a little bit for denial and think, well, I can just escape this. Perhaps we just feel, yeah, I just want to run away. I'll maybe deal with this later or maybe someone else will deal with this. Or maybe we just know that actually withdrawing and escaping, um, even just for a bit perhaps, is what we need to do. And we see David doing exactly the same. Before we come to David, another message through. So from Adrian, um, escaping to the bedroom, cycling, watching NCIS, presumably all different ones, rather than going to the bedroom and cycling. Well, maybe. Anyway. So, thank you. Um, so these things, some of them that we can do, some of them that we um, perhaps struggle to do um, under these circumstances. But David, he expresses exactly the same. If I'm Psalm 55, as Fiona read for us, um, my heart is in anguish within me. The terrors of death assail me. Fear and trembling have beset me. Horror has overwhelmed me. I said, oh, that I had the wings of a dove, that I would fly away and be at rest. I would flee far away and stay in the desert. I would hurry to my place of shelter, far from the tempest and storm. So all of this stuff is going on in this situation, probably where um, folk are out to get David and overthrow him. Um, he just wants to run. He just wants to escape. Um, his desire is that he would just be able to fly away. And we may associate with that desire just to get out of there. If there's anything that the Psalms teach us, if there's anything that this teaches us, it's that as we deal with all of these different things that go on in our lives, as we try and struggle through, and as we deal with the, the knocks that life throws at us, that we can be honest with God about what we're going through, that we can be honest with God about our reactions and our desire to run away or to lash out. Because God has blessed us here with 
David's very real emotions and David's openness and willingness to share all that he was going through and his desire just to get out of there, just to escape because he needs to just get away. So we're going to keep thinking and we're going to go through and see, well, what else does David do? What else can we learn um, from how people of faith have dealt with difficult times in their lives as we see David just wanting to run away? I'm going to listen to a song now that um, Rebecca has played, which also maybe just helps us reflect on our response in difficult situations and what God may say to us and how we may act as well. Thank you, Rebecca. So we may associate with and we may connect with David and his desire just to run away and um, just escape whatever is going on. We may then realise that we, well, we may know that we can't do that or we can't do that. Um, whatever, that we have to deal with situation. So what does David do? Well, David, of course, prays. He comes before God in verse 16 and says, but I call to God and the Lord saves me. Later says, cast your cares on the Lord and he will sustain you. Now, we can find those things encouraging. We can find them as helpful reminders that um, we need to come to God. But I'm, I've never been satisfied with just a kind of answer that says, well, for someone who is worried about losing their job and how they will continue to pay their mortgage, for someone who is dealing with a very difficult situation at home and perhaps feeling threatened or really lost about how to deal with it, for someone who um, is struggling with anxiety because of what has changed in the world and all that is going on. Personally, I've never been satisfied with a simple answer of, we'll just cast your cares on the Lord. That seems too easy an answer in some ways of just saying that, well, if you just pray about it, then everything will be fine. Because after someone has prayed well, they may still be in exactly the same circumstances. So I, as I tried to grapple with this, I needed to dig a bit deeper and actually explore more about actually what is it about going to God that makes a difference? What is it about lifting up our, our difficulties and bringing them before God in prayer that actually can make a difference to us and, and in our relationship with God, rather than it just being, well, pray about it and everything will be okay. So as we do dig a little bit deeper, we, we, we see more of what God is doing and how he helps us as we pray. Because even just that decision of doing what David does and saying, I'm going to bring this to God in prayer itself is a way of lifting our eyes beyond just our current circumstance. It's a way of, of taking our 
troubles and not just focusing on them and us, but it is actually beginning to put them in the context of God and his plan and all that he is doing. And that in itself can be a beneficial thing. As we lift our eyes away from what we've been focused on, away from all that we're struggling with, away from our desire to flee, that actually recognising God in, as part of that and in that in itself may be helpful and may be one of the ways in which God blesses us, that we add perspective to what's going on and we realise um, that uh, that God is in this and we can bring these things to God. Also, as we do it, as as we actually come to God and as we ask for his help, what we're doing is we're helping us understand our place and our dependence upon God. Now, depending on the situation and what we're struggling with, we may be very, very well aware of how small and how weak and, and how little we can deal with in the situation. But in other situations, actually taking it to God and saying, God, you know what? I can't deal with this. This is too big for me. This is way beyond me that that recognition of our dependence upon God may also be helpful because it begins to unburden us from having responsibility for everything. It may be that as we pray, that as we do that, we actually recognise the things that we can't control and also benefit in that, that what we may be most anxious about, what we may be struggling with, what we may be really having problems with are things completely out with our control and giving them over to the control of the one who has control of all things may help lift that burden from us because we're not trying to deal with and sort things that actually we have no control over at all, but we recognise those things. We think those through and through God's spirit working in us and in his power in us. We hand those things over to the one who is in control of all things. And we give them to him and we allow his power to work in those circumstances. And that may unburden us from feeling that everything is up to us. And also it may be that actually as we pray, as we bring these things to God, that at times when we may feel we have no one to talk to, we do have someone to talk to. That at the times when we maybe can't share what is going on with anyone, or the people that we would share with are the ones who we're struggling with perhaps, or it's just too hard, we have someone who we can share with and talk to and who can be with us when no one else can. And knowing, not just that we have someone, knowing that we don't just have any old friend, but that we have the God of all things, the, the creator God who is there, who is listening, who knows us, who knows the situation better than we do even that it is him that we can go to and share with. So we can cast our cares onto the Lord and we can see him work in mighty ways. We see him perhaps work in tiny ways. But the fact of us even just going in prayer and bringing these things to God may in themselves 
be a way in which God answers prayer, as well as him working and responding, perhaps in the ways that we've asked, perhaps in ways that we never imagined. So let's take some time now and think. I'm going to play something with um, just some other words from, from Psalms, uh, some other um, thoughts from Psalms about coming to God in prayer. So use this time as well, maybe to reflect. Use this time maybe to think on what has been causing us difficulty and um, the times where you may want to flee. Use this time to just reflect. So, as we um, consider the psalm, we have to be honest and we have to be also be honest with ourselves, not just with what David has written, um, because it's not just that he talked about um, going to God. Um, he also talks about um, destroying his enemies. He also pleads with God and says, confuse the wicked, O Lord, confound their speech. Um, Michael, where's the other ones? He, um, yeah, verse 23, but you, O God, will bring down the wicked into the pit of corruption. Bloodthirsty and deceitful men will not live out half their days. Let my en death take my enemies by surprise. Let them go down alive to the grave. One of David's ways of dealing with the difficulties and the folk who were out to get him was to pray to God that he would strike his enemies. Now, 
it may be for us as well that that's a very natural reaction, as it was clearly for David. He wasn't ashamed of that. He, he, he wrote what he felt, that as well as him wanting to run away, as well as him praying to God and asking for help, he want God to, God to deal with the situation and to deal with his enemies and those who were out to get him. Um, the problem is, as we read some of these things, it's, it's a bit uncomfortable for us because we think, well, David doesn't feel right. That's not the kind of way you should be dealing with these things. Um, and of course, how we process that, how we think of what David was writing and how we deal with the psalm depends on, well, well, how do we deal with something like this? Do we just ignore those bits of the Psalms because they're a bit awkward and we're a bit ashamed of what David wrote? Do we agree with them and say, well, that's what it's written. David was a good man of God and, and he wanted God to strike down his enemies and therefore we should pray the same as well. If David prayed one thing, then we should pray the other. Well, the thing we have to appreciate as David was writing these things, is the context and the culture and who he was in the situation was in. David understood a peace from God to be a very physical, real peace from his enemies. He was a soldier. He was a king. He went on campaigns. He conquered people. So his understanding of what it was to have a peace from God and a peace from the difficulties and the situations that he was in, was this very physical, very, very real destruction of his enemies because he was doing that out on the battlefield and therefore his enemies in his own city needed to be dealt with in the same way. That's the, that's the situation. That's what David understood of his relationship with God and the kind of peace that God would give him. But our situation... Under the new covenant, under our new relationship with God in Jesus is very different. And our uncomfortableness with what David says here is actually a sign of, of the victory of the kingdom working. Because we don't resonate, perhaps, with those writings. Because our relationship with God is very different. Our relationship with God, which is founded in our relationship with Jesus and the peace that Jesus gives us, is very, very different. See, this psalm is not just a psalm of David. It is not just a psalm of David's situation. This is a psalm also about what Jesus went through. This is a psalm also of Jesus and his struggles, because he too had his friends out to get him. He too was betrayed by one of his closest friends who he had spent years with, who he had worshipped with. He too saw a city in violence, bloodthirsty and out to get him. He too felt, God, I just want to flee from this. As he prayed to God and said, if it's possible, take this away. And yet what did Jesus do as he also, like David, went to God and prayed? But what did Jesus do as well? He said, love your enemies 
and pray for those who persecute you. And he himself did that on the cross. As he didn't pray down the same kind of judgment and and, and attacks um, from God on those who were crucifying him, he prayed, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they're doing. Jesus lived out what he had said years before in love your enemies because he died for them. Pray for those who persecute you as he did himself. Because you see, our relationship with God and our peace from God comes not from the same kind of physical peace and destruction of enemies that David longed for and that David sued. Our peace with God comes from our relationship with Jesus as he has conquered the great enemy, as he has conquered death. We live in that relationship with God. So we can, like Jesus, pray for those. If we're in an awful situation where it is actually someone persecuting us, where it is our difficulties and our stresses are because someone is out to get us or someone has been against us, we, we have the strength to pray for them and love them, not just because we try and summon it up from within ourselves grit through gritted teeth, but because we have a peace, because we have a relationship with God. And that is the basis and the foundation of our peace. That is the foundation of our confidence in the situations that we are in, even when they're difficult, even when we just want to run away. But our relationship with God is built on our relationship with Jesus and the love that he has for us and all that he has done for us and that we can have a peace with God. So we don't need to copy David. We can understand the situation he is in and we can understand the way in which he dealt with his enemies. But we can rejoice that we have a relationship with Jesus and that allows us to have a very, very different relationship, to pray for them, to reach out to them, to show them love, even as they make our lives difficult.